0: Welcome back to another episode of Being an Artist is Fucking Killing Me. I'm Corinne. And I'm Rainey. Happy Tuesday. Happy Pod Day.
1: Happy Podcast Day. It's May already. I don't know how that happened.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It's May already. We have five episodes left for the season. And if you are an artist, I'm sure you are feeling very overworked, (laughs) which is what the general consensus is.
1: Already it's like things opened up and everybody was immediately like, I'm, I mean, all, all through the pandemic, we talked about not doing this to ourselves. And then immediately everybody's like, I'm tired.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I get it though. Like you can't say no to work after not working for two years. Right. It seems a little bit crazy at the same time.
1: Totally. But it's also like, we want to say yes to the work that we want to do and not yes to everything.
0: Mm Right.
1: Right. But I have this feeling in my brain that like, if I don't say yes, then I'm never, no one's going to ask me again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's everybody.
1: That's the feeling. Yeah. (laughs) Even if it's like something I'm like meh about, you know, Mm -hmm. or like something like I could do, but do I really want to do it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Are you feeling overworked?
0: I think, I, I mean, I was like talking to a bunch of artists last night and like yesterday evening and like every, all of them are feeling, everybody's feeling overworked. Everyone's feeling like, just back into the grind, trying to make up for projects that they had before the pandemic that are on now or new contracts. And I think that everybody is just like back to that. There's no balance right now, just because it was like nothing. And then it's go, 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 you know? And the same thought, like, I think everyone's a little bit scared that it's gonna be nothing again. (laughs) So there's like no consistency, right? No,
1: because we haven't had consistency for the last two years.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: No, I feel that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, this week we have Sammy on. Sammy. She used to be an actress and now she is a producer, um, works closely with brands. And she is really good friends with our junior producer, Devin.
1: Yeah, it's always nice when we have friends of friends on because it feels like immediately much more like at ease in interviews, which is nice, especially when we do them via Zoom.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely.
1: So take a listen. It's a little bit of a different
0: interview and let us know what you think. Here we go. Sammy, are you based in Toronto? I am. Mm -hmm. You are. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is anyone else feeling this like gray tint? It's horrible. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I like have a ring light in front of me that's like sun it's like trying to replicate sun and even now I'm like I look like a ghost right now like this gray weather it feels like I'm
2: fully ghostly anyway I know it sucks You're, we're all so affected by the weather yeah it's it's wild everyone's like I've talked to my friends like I'm having a bad day I'm like we're all having a bad day well it's freaking dark and yeah. dreary and then it's a sunny day and everyone's happy again I don't know oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we it's need the, the summer we all need the summer
1: yeah, yeah is it something you noticed like recently or something that you've always known? Because I think in the last like couple years, pandemic aside, it's something that I've like only realized in myself, like as I was later. older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Like 100%. the seasonal
0: depression of it?
1: Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Like if you asked me to 26, if like it, winter affected me the way that it does now, I wouldn't say no.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I started coming up with this, like I'm like manifesting negative things in the winter. I'm always like, I hate January and I hate March. And I feel like I'm bringing it upon myself now in a certain way that I'm like, I know winter's gonna be bad. So if I just plan for it to be bad, then it won't be as bad as I'm planning for it to be. Um, but I'm manifesting a really great summer. So let's hope that happens. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I really understand. Like I went to Mexico in November, which is like in between that season change this past year. And I like, all of a sudden I'd like never been someplace tropical or like a resort. And I was like, I get why people go in like November and March, like this, it like breaks the year up so nicely. I like, didn't feel that like glum fall to winter, like rush. I felt like I got back and it was like holiday season. And, so nice. <laughs> and I was like, I think that that's like the life hack. The life hack is that you just need to like go plan a trip or like a tropical vacay during
2: those times. And you'll feel like refreshed. So nice. I agree. I actually was in Mexico in November as well, but we were oh, shooting really? a commercial. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I got to go down there and, and do a little bit of work and a little bit of fun. So it was, yeah, it was a good one. Wow. Were you shooting mm-hmm. like acting or were
0: you working behind the scenes?
2: I was producing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So how, how are you still acting are you producing more now or are they
2: pretty equal parts? So I'd say since 2018, I haven't been like a current actor. I still have my acting membership and I'm subscribed to all like the, I'm in the know and what's going on, but I'm not actively auditioning. No, not yet. Not not currently, but it's always on the horizon for, for later on if I get that itch again. Right. But no, I would say yeah, 2018, which is right before I started at the company I'm at now. Um, I kind of decided to take the plunge into the full time life, mm-hmm. and it's it's worked out so far.
0: <laughs> yeah, how was that transition from you for you to go from front of the camera to kind of producing, which is
2: behind the scenes, I guess. Yeah, yeah. it it was slow. I think that's why I was. I'm very comfortable with it. And yeah. it wasn't like a, a hard stop. I'm done with acting and I'm full yeah. time going into this. It was like probably over the course of five years where I kind wow. of was like, well, I'll still audition, but I'll PA on the side. Or, mm-hmm. okay, now I'm really kind of getting into behind the scenes. I'll be a coordinator on this shoot. So I'd book off with my agent. Mm-hmm. And then it just be- kind of became more and more and more. And I think the more I did behind the scenes, the more I realized that maybe it wasn't being in front of the camera that I was obsessed with. It was just the industry as a whole. Right. Um, And the more and more I learned about being behind the scenes, I realized in the type of work that I was doing that I had more control and more impact on the shoot behind the scenes versus coming in and saying my one line or, you know, smiling in front of the camera, which is amazing, which is still, I love, I would love to be a working actor Mm-hmm. But a non-working actor just wasn't fulfilling me anymore, mm. and the audition process and the waiting around and having to have a side job, it always just it just became a little bit like, well, why am I doing this? Like, I'm not feeling that passion that I used to feel. Yeah. And then now I do. I honestly, I do feel that in my current position, just to like a different degree. Mm-hmm. It still, it still fulfills me. It still is the industry I want to be in. Mm-hmm. Um just, just different. Right.
1: It is like this element of control. Like if you're in front of the camera and you're waiting on a casting director or an agent to submit you, or like how someone feels about you in a room after 30 seconds, it's like, none of that is in control. You can give your best performance every single time. And it doesn't matter because it also Mm -hmm. depends who else is in the room. Mm
2: -hmm. Totally. It's interesting. I find um, the acting skills that I have had over the past, I guess, Ten to fifteen years does still help me in my job now. And in terms of when it's time for a client, or you know, you have to deliver like maybe some negative news, or you have to kind of manage expectations, there is a yep. sense of the client-facing performer Perfect. coming kind of coming out. So, and my in my career path in general has come very much full circle because I started doing commercials, you know, when I was mm-hmm. ten or eleven. Oh, yeah. Um. You know, with similar casting directors that now I'm working with in a producer capacity so yeah there was a there was a commercial I want to say six months ago and I was using um, an awesome casting director that I used to get booked with and it was just this crazy full circle moment where I'm like this all kind of makes sense like now I understand the path because it was not easy Mm -hmm. of getting from you know struggling actor to where I am now but it really I get it And then all the little side jobs in between when I was trying to figure it out, like I was a big, a brand ambassador and I did like a bunch of um, (laughs) like random events like that. And now that also is kind of tied into producing because, you know, an event is very much like a film shoot. You have to plan and you have to organize and make sure everyone shows up to do their job. So it is, it's a weird full circle kind of moment where I'm feeling that now, um, where I can appreciate all the struggle that I went through um, Mm -hmm. because it ultimately led me where I am now, which is pretty happy with my career. Mm-hmm. Do you find, I'm always just
0: interested about like the transition between um, people that go from like on-screen talent and like, because I feel like a lot of people that or- originally started out in the industry as actors and wanted to do on-screen, there are a lot of those people that do move into these positions, like you producers, like sound, um, editing, etc. And I'm, I just, am, because I think of where I am, I always find it so intriguing <laughs> because I don't think I would be able to like sit there and watch someone do something that I was like so passionate about for so long. But there's also a part of me that like grows with the industry and feels like that ch- is ever changing and manifesting. So are there a lot of people that you find that are sitting there and just like so happy in their positions? Or do you find that there's a little bit of like always wanting to be like rotating through the industry?
2: Mm, that's a good question. I think most people want just like a, to be super well balanced in the industry, yeah. and so they do want kind of experiences in all different facets. Mm-hmm. I know, like I know right now, I'm thinking of a couple like camera people who also are actors. Yeah. Um, I think it's mostly take the work you, where you can get it, right. and if you and if you're happy doing something else, mm-hmm. do something else. Because right. I mean, it's it's a tricky. Yeah, balance because you love what you do, but you also like need to work and you need to, you know, pay the bills. Um, and sometimes your skill
0: sets are like better suited in
2: different positions. Right. Totally. And I think the more I went behind the scenes, the more aware I was of how this is a business and there are, you know, 40 to 70 people Right. waiting for you to get that line or to get it just come in and get the job done because that's what everyone else is doing. Yeah. So it, I think the the more and more I learned behind the scenes, the more pressure I felt while I was acting because yeah. I was so hyper aware of how much work went into this one day of course to get yeah. me here. Um and it honestly was like a little bit overwhelming. And that was kind of when I started to realize am I feeling fulfilled enough in these like random one day a month two days a month, um, days on set. Is it fulfilling me enough that it's worth all the struggling to get here? And then I got to a point where it just wasn't worth it anymore. I wasn't enjoying it as much as I should. Um, and ultimately I'm, I think this is more aligned with my personality, just with my kind of type A organized brain but I do miss the I do miss a little bit being a talent on set just kind of showing up going in my trailer uh, right. hair and makeup but I mean I if I was to go back to acting now I wonder if I'd be able to like disconnect from the producer brain and not be like that PA standing around you should be doing this or like, kind of like bossing everyone around it would be interesting right <laughs> it like puts into perspective
0: those like actors direct that are directing things at the same time as like producing and starring and you're like how how are you doing that
2: yeah 100% like a mindy kaling on the on the mindy project i'm like how how did you do it all yeah i don't know but it is i mean kudos to people like them They're, it's amazing yeah. i don't know how they do it she's an icon she
0: probably, she probably mm-hmm. didn't sleep
2: the entire time yeah. the show was on <laughs> no and you see
0: her i don't know if you guys watched a little like off off screen tidbit you like see her in bloopers be like she's like laughing she's like okay we actually have to get this because we're running late <laughs> she's, like, <laughs> she's like laughing at them because she's like trying so she's like trying to be like an actor and have fun on set but it's also just like no seriously this is we're done come on let's yeah, go. <laughs> she's, like, I get, we
2: get paid by like 15 minute increments let's get out like Get yep. the crew gone. Like they're in meal penalty or they gotta get going because they don't want to go into OT. Yeah, I totally get that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how there's so many hats. So many, so many hats on top of the hats, you know. Um, you mentioned a little bit about uh an audition.
2: Um, do you want to tell that story? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was an audition mixed with being on set, which was like the part that screwed me up, but um there was an audition and I went in and I said the line. So I went for, I always went for one-liners, always, um, which I, I know is, is common, but it, it drove me nuts. Um, so I went in and I did the line and I felt really good about it, booked it, felt thrilled. It was like, I have a one-line, I have a down pat, like, let's just go in and have fun. And um, I went in to do the day and I went into my little dressing room, got in my costume. I didn't even realize they had switched the line on me. So I was looking at the, the sides and they gave me like a tongue twister. Like I swear, I don't even know how to say it now to this day. It is, it was just like a backwards way of saying a, just a crazy line. Yeah. Um, and I read it and I just immediately started sweating. I was like, fine, oh no. this is, this is not good. Um, I can't say this. So anyway, I'm trying to put on a brave face, hoping that once I get in front of the camera, it'll just kind of like exude from me. Mm-hmm. But the scene was really difficult and had a lot of moving parts, lots of camera changes, a bunch of casts coming in, saying their line, getting out. And it came time to roll. And I, sw- the first five takes, it got to me. I ran in, went to say it and com- like, completely froze. Oh, God. It was the most embarrassed I've ever been in my entire life. Uh they were like, cut, reset. People would come up to me and be like, what's going on? Like, why can't you say this? I was like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I, can, I, I can't even read it. <laughs> and then I would just try again. Couldn't do it. Try it again. Couldn't do it. I looked over to my mom who was on set at the time. And she just was just dripping wet, sweaty. Her like, oh. there was like sweat stains. Like Ugh. it was so, and it was, there was nothing anyone could do. I just had to show up and do it because it was yeah. just, that's what I was hired to do. And I couldn't do it. So anyway, we did it, I want to say like seven or eight times. And on the last take, I got it. And they were like, cut, wrap, you guys are out. Like we're done for the day. Like they were just waiting for that moment. And I was just mortified. Mm. And then it came out on TV and I, I was like, I don't know what they're going to, I'm probably going to get cut, which is fair. <laughs> yeah. And it came out and it looked great. And I guess that one take was fine. Cause they kept me in and it was just like one of those moments where I'm like, this is supposed to, this is supposed to be what I'm excelling at. And I should be able to rise to the occasion and turn on when I need to. And I just couldn't. And it was one of those moments where I was like, I don't know if this is for me. Now I went on and acted like many years after that. And I ended up doing another episode, I think on that show. Mm -hmm. So I didn't mess things up too much for my my, uh, career, but it was one of those crazy times where, I was like, I'm not cut out for this industry, which is crazy because now when I hire people and they come in for the one line, I don't think twice about it. I'm like, yeah, I hired you to do this job. Come in, say it. You know, it's so weird to kind of come, yeah, like full circle in in that and kind of realize it should be fun and it should be what you want to do. And you should come in and like be able to bring all of yourself to a role. And I was just so mortified and just couldn't. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. I don't know. It was a it was a weird experience.
1: You've had that experience and you've been in that situation. Do you give more grace to actors that are on set? that are having the same problem or like, they're just like having whatever it is because they're human or having a problem. Are you like more graceful to them?
2: I'm definitely more graceful to kids. Mm. I'll say that. Oh, how like, young were you when you did this? I was like, I want to say I was like twenty. Okay. I was like a, I, but I was playing sixteen or fourteen or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was old enough to know to come to set, like look at your sides right away, mm-hmm. and like don't leave your dressing room until you know them. Um, so that's all totally on me. Like this was all my my doing. Um, right. But I think now when I see kids. And they're on set and like, have fun. This is supposed to be, you know, this is like so exciting for you. Like I used to be an actor. Yeah. Um, have fun. I would think though, no, I actually don't think I give more grace, which I, maybe <laughs> I should. <laughs> but I'm more, I am. I'm like, you know what? Like, this is your thing. Come in and do it in the same right. way that the camera guy would never show up and right. not know how to work the camera or, you know, have problems with footage or something that like that. So happens though. Mm-hmm. It does. It does. We, I'm all tall. I'm really nice on set. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm very understanding. I think now I come across, I'm like, oh yeah, like, no, everyone comes in does their job. But if there were any problems on set, I'm the first one to be like, no worries. What's the solution? Let's figure of it course. out.
0: Right. It's just like, what's the, how can we get this done? Is, is Yes. The problem solving is happening. Whereas like not, we're not going to focus on making the person feel shitty, you know? <laughs> yeah.
2: And that's why I was, when I was on set and I couldn't get the line out. I was like, what is the problem? There's some disconnect happening. Why can't I do this? Why can't I say this? Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. I still to this day, it haunts me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Also, sometimes things are just like worded weirdly for people yeah. like insides. You're like, what, why the fuck is this worded like this? Yeah. Or like it's just not connecting in your brain. And
2: it's, well, yeah. Yeah. It just wasn't a natural word or saying that I would ever blurt out. Like I would never yeah. say anything like that. But, that's the glory of like kids shows, right? And like happy-go-lucky, it's like, <laughs> it's like so fast and cheap, like a cheerful and, and just uh, not natural to say, especially when you're like 20 and you're playing 14 and right. you're trying to figure out how to have that energy. <laughs> <laughs> have that energy again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you started acting when you were quite young. Yeah, I, I was 10. Mm -hmm. and I, I tried to get into the biz even before that. I think it was like my fourth birthday. My mom loves to tell me that she asked like, Sammy, what do you want for your birthday? And I said, I want an agent. I want an agent for my birthday. (laughs) Like that young. Yeah. I don't know where I got it. Yeah. And then, um, how did you know what an agent was when you were four? I don't know. It must be from the movies. It must be from something that I was watching. Yeah. It was quite, quite young and, and, you know, I did all the triple threat programs, singing, dancing, acting. I cannot sing for my life. I'm a terrible dancer. So I realized pretty quickly that acting was the route that I wanted to go for. Um, And I was scouted by an agent at one of my musical theater performances. And the rest is kind of history. Wow. Mm -hmm.
0: How many, I'm always interested about like the relationship between agents and actors. How did you keep with the same agent the entire time? Or did you do some switching up
2: yeah I was with them for a really long time and then they folded um so I think I was probably with them almost 10 years eight to 10 years yeah and then they went down and then um I was in university so I was going to take some time to to figure out the next step and another agent reached out to me honestly almost right away um I guess they probably heard that they went down and um I met with her and she was great um and then I think about two years after being with that agent, I decided that this was the time to go big or go home. I wanted to go with the best agent in the city um, just to be like, if I'm going to make it now, it's yeah. going to happen now. And if it's, you know, I am who I am and my skills are my skills. And right. if it's if she doesn't believe in me, I don't know what else to do. So then I went out and I auditioned for her and she took me on, which was Mm -hmm. a big ego boost for me. It gave me a bunch of confidence. And um, eventually I just wasn't getting auditions. Like I wasn't getting the rules that I wanted to audition for. And then it got to the point where I was kept booking off because I was doing freelance coordinating or like working on commercials or TV shows here and there. And I got to the point where I was like, I, I feel bad booking out. I'm sure she's not happy with me booking out so often. Right. And then I just made the decision to try to do the full-time behind the scenes stuff. And yeah, so I, I don't, and then I didn't, that's, that's not true. And then I did a little bit of background work, mm. um, which was also really fun. I, I kind of got my acting fix through a little bit of background work for a little bit after that. Um, but yeah, so I did hop around and do very unique experiences at each place. You know, I went from like being almost like a big fish in a small pond and then when I switched over to like the big agent, it was little fish, huge pond. Felt a little bit unnoticed. So I don't it, know, Well, I that's don't the issue. I mean. Yeah. If
0: you're booking, I mean, like amazing to have this like massive agent who's fabulous at their their job, but also because they are who they are, they have all this pool, all these pools of actors who are killing it and who are booking like these like big roles. So yeah. like it's how much do you think, how much attention they're putting into you if, if they have these other names in front of them, right? Whereas if you, maybe if you, yeah, whereas like if you're with a smaller agent, then maybe they put more attention on you. Like there's all these politics about choosing which agent you want to work with in that relationship.
2: Yeah, it's really personal. I think like if I was to look back, I definitely got the most work from my first agent who found me, fostered me yeah. um, and, and no work with the big agent which is like not anything to do with her or me really. It was just, are you looking for a redhead? Are you looking for someone in this age range? Right. Um, that's also kind of a, a reason I decided to like step back from acting as I felt like, you know, young to mid twenties was an awkward time for me at least. Cause I, I think I played a little bit young, but then I was kind of going for roles that were like almost 30 and it was like an in-between scenario I was trying to figure out where my place was and what roles I even wanted. So who knows, maybe when I'm 35, I'll go for like the young mom <laughs> roles or maybe there'll be more out there. Yeah. Um, or maybe when I'm like 65 and I just want to get that fixed and go back to set and have some fun um, here or there. Like I'm, I'm really open with it. I, I don't, I don't have any negative vibes with, with it. Mm-hmm. I still feel very happy with my, with my choice, but mm-hmm. if I, I'm leaving the door open. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah is that like weird thing where I mean one of my friends always like make jokes because we're the same age and she gets like the sides that she'll get will be like sides for like the lawyer or like the like the mom and like the sides I get will be like for like the 20 year old like stoner or like, yes. the, or like the like the the young like daughter or something like that and she's like like we're the same and I was like I don't know it just like depends on how they see you in that moment I guess and like what happens but
2: yeah, it's weird. It's weird.
0: Um, you are like so redheaded, obviously. Like did they ever ask you to like to <laughs> wow. dye your hair? It's so beautiful. I'm obsessed oh, with red you. hair right now. I want to dye my hair red.
2: Ooh, um, do it. <laughs> did they ever ask you to dye your hair? No. The, mo- the the more they the one thing they asked me was if I was to put like um not even highlights, like a, some sort of a shine into yeah. it, and I said no. Um I feel like it's a slippery slope. Like, just put one shine in, okay? Just like a little bit of highlights, okay? Just a little bit of this. Um, no, actually, I'm really lucky. I I kind of stood firm on I won't color my hair because that's why people would hire me. It's like if you that want way. a redhead, I'm your girl. If you want yeah. a, like, a blonde or brunette, that's just hire not me. a thousand mm-hmm. other people that'll mm-hmm. play that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And if yeah. it was a big enough role and they like liked you, then like, there's obviously you would. But yeah, I mean, if exactly. Yeah, like, well,
1: so but I also feel like if it's a big enough role and they like you, the one thing that's not gonna hopefully turn them off from you is your hair color, right?
0: I think it depends on like what type of thing. I mean, if it's like a biopic, they can't like have like, yeah. if it was like Jackie O, they can't have like a Marilyn blonde playing that character, right? Right, right. Yeah, but, then yeah. I,
1: but I also think there's like, that's why people use wigs, right? Right. There's not many people like asking you to dye your hair anymore. I don't think so. Yeah, I guess not. I just like, I'm like, when I think of like also the like, who's the actress that played Pamela Anderson in the recent? Um... Lily James. Yeah. Is she a natural blonde?
0: She's like a brunette, I think. Yeah.
2: yeah I think she's brunette.
1: Yeah. But like all of her, all of her costume work was like, they talked about how she sat in a chair for like four or five hours before being on set because she had like hair pieces and like, Aesthetics. they did the like, the right and like prosthetics and they did the like, the drag eyebrows where they like glue them down and then draw the thin ones back on.
0: Yeah.
2: It's a lot of work.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: It's so interesting to like, sometimes I wonder about the thought process, like thought process behind the scenes about how they choose people. Um, have you been present in those rooms and how is this this- You know what?
2: Yeah, more more so in the last six months, I've kind of dabbled in, in that. Um, I tend to gravitate towards liaising with talent just because it's a natural thing for me. And I know, you know, people want to know where they're shooting and their call times way before it's already figured out, you know, like I am, we (laughs) really don't know until like the night before. So just (laughs) as a tidbit, I'm (laughs) like, I know you want to ask. Um, Yeah. I think, I think I realize that a lot of what goes into casting is really of client-based like you have to people have a specific person in mind and sometimes it deviates i'd say like maybe 75 percent of the time we end up going with someone who we were expecting like we know okay we want a blonde and a little kid and you know and then sometimes you do get surprised like there have been times where i thought they're definitely going to go this way but let's you know let's throw in some other options Mm -hmm. for for just some different like something different and and they go with them so i'd say be yourself and put yourself out there for everything because you never know when someone's just going to be like, Hmm, I didn't think of a redhead for that role. Maybe, okay. maybe yeah. this is this will bring a new element to it. So it is, it is fun being part of those conversations. It's definitely weird to see the other side of things, but I want castings to go back to being in person so that I can be in the room. That would be yes, really more yeah. fun. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Have they not fully gone back yet, eh?
2: Mm-mm. No. In Toronto, I don't I don't know when they will. I would honestly think... I don't know if they're going. Maybe, go. I know, maybe September, maybe for, like, callbacks at least. I think most of the initial auditions will remain Zoom just because it's so much easier to get submissions online. And then it'll be the callbacks or anyone that you're, like, super right. interested in will come back in person. But
1: Yeah. I can just, yeah. like, think of, like, being someone who like is attending a thousand auditions in like a week, like Zoom is just like, A, you don't have to commute. You can schedule more. It's like more accessible, mm-hmm. you know? Just like, I I don't think, I don't know if those ever like should be in person again. And that's just like from an accessibility standpoint, you know, especially now that we're working with, we're doing this whole, we're doing this whole, that sounds weird. Um, We're trying to like cast more diverse and we're trying to cast people in the roles that they fit. like. If thinking about like disabilities and abilities, like those are like Zoom is like such an accessible way to just like take out that thing that might stop someone from being really good fit for the role.
2: Totally. And I think in general, it makes actors lives easier because you can yes. have a, like a nine to five, like you can have a steady yes. backup while submitting. And that is the, the thing that was missing when I was trying to do it back in 2018 is I was like trying to juggle on my timelines. I was like, I would need to leave my job to go to auditions and it would, you know, it was causing problems with that. And, yeah. um, and I couldn't have a steady backup that was fulfilling me that was paying the bills. So I totally. think it's amazing that people now can, can kind of record it in the evenings. And then, you know, when it gets more serious, then you can kind of carve out time for callbacks and great right. set and things like that. But yeah, it is, it's, it's, I love it. I love it for you guys. (laughs) I'm jealous.
1: Um, and if it's like people like those, like cattle call auditions, right. Like where you have no idea if you're even like going to get be like remembered after the day. So like, if you can do those online is so much, just like, I would say like, would make, not that I've done a lot of those don't like to, but like, would make me feel better about like, quote unquote, wasted time,
2: Mm -hmm. you know? So you guys are dancers, right? yes Mm -hmm. so how do you audition for things now about like nowadays for dancing is it all in person like
1: video submissions oh video submissions oh okay I've noticed that they'll do like a general call and then if then they might do like a callback quote unquote in person yeah but like a lot of it is like the general call is like just your reel and your CV and like your availability kind of thing yeah yeah that's nice yeah except like my reel is two years old now because I haven't been in a fucking studio (laughs) And I'm like, cool. I haven't performed in forever. This, like my, I'm like still a redhead in those like videos. My hair's like this long.
0: Yeah. And now you pop on the screen and you're like pink hair. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So like, it's, Um, it's kind of weird, but yeah. yeah.
0: I do find though that the zoom will like, it flattens people's faces and you also Mm. had to like learn to become charming through an online platform, which was, if you're like an older actor or like you're just like an awkward person it's really unfortunate for you because you're awkward through the zoom call right so you kind of have to yes. like relearn a skill that you didn't have before
2: yeah totally
0: yeah um yeah i i don't know i do see value sorry my thing just fell out um value in in-person stuff still but mm-hmm. in terms of what you were saying Corinne, i also agree with that i don't know
1: yeah
0: it's nice to see people like face-to-face and like, you know. thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. You can't like eliminate the chemistry that happens in the room versus online,
2: right? Yeah, totally.
1: And I know when I said that, and then I was thinking about like the first time, like last weekend, we finally got to go like an in-person screening of our short film. And I was like, wow, it's so fucking nice to sit around people and to like have a drink and to like do a talk back and like to have like this like rapport with people or like people that you only know through the community through online. And you're like, wow, it's so nice to like actually fucking meet yeah. you, you know? Yeah, totally. Sammy, totally. I
0: mean, do you find it harder to remember people because it's mm-hmm. through online versus in person? Ooh, like remember faces?
2: Yeah. Um, no, I don't no, think so. No. I think I think if anything, now that you can like rewatch things the moment after you've watched the, the first mm-hmm. round of casting, I right. think it almost, if anything you remember people maybe more because I remember like I'm thinking back to something that we casted a little while ago and I can remember where they were, where the person was that we booked on the, the webpage. Like I remember like the order of it. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. So actually, I don't, I don't know. I guess I maybe haven't done casting in person, so I don't know if it's easier, but um, no, I don't. I, I, I think I'm just so adjusted to doing everything online now. I can't even remember what it would be like like, yeah
0: yeah yeah. but you will be going when they go back in September if they
2: go back in September you will be in the room for those I would hope so yeah which would be really cool that would be really fun I mean producers in the casting room don't do a lot they're mostly there to support the director and to kind of of just be there Um, but it would be really fun that would be like a day that
0: I would remember have you decided what you're going to, are you going to, do you think you're going to be like the like smiley, supportive
2: person for them to look at? Or do you think you're going to be there? For sure. Yeah. For sure. I'm going to be like, I'm probably going to like hold my breath while they're saying the lines. Like, yeah. I hope you get it. I hope you say the line. Oh. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> the minute somebody like flubs a tongue twister, you're going to be like, oh, been there friend.
2: <laughs> I get yes. it. Yeah. 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 It's weird. Cause sometimes you go in and you're like, I just got that part. I, I did it. I got it. And then sometimes you're like, I didn't get that. I sucked. And then go to the ones you get. It's so weird. It's, it's, it's just the casting in general. It's just a wild ride. It's such yeah. a yeah. kick in the pants
0: when you like think that you're like, I fucking nailed that. I got that. I'm for sure going to be. And then you like, don't get, you're like scanning your inbox and you're just like, never hear anything. And then you're like, Oh, that weird thing I auditioned for that I fucked up. And it comes in and you're like, let's go
2: it's weird it's so weird
0: you can never tell it's it's not even a science
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was reading something interesting in your email Sammy Mm. and you used the phrase this isn't what I signed up for and (sighs) I'm wondering how many moments of that did you have before you made the final switch and like have you had less of those moments now that you've been a producer
2: oh my gosh that's such a good question there are two times that I felt that, that stand out at least like initially off the bat. So it was that, that one time. And then another time I came in to do a one-liner and I just realized that, yeah, I, I wasn't feeling that feeling I used to feel. Um, so I realized that something had changed from when I was like 10 or even to 16, I'd say I was like super gung-ho. Um, but now looking back and thinking about that feeling, I, I do sometimes still feel like sometimes what I'm producing isn't what I've signed up for. Mm. But I'd say I have way more control over what I signed up for. And I kind of yes. know now that not no job is going to be exactly what you want it to be. Work is still work mm-hmm. and you're going to have to, you know, sometimes you're going to have to do PA stuff. Sometimes you will be the one that has to run out and get craft for a shoot the next day or, you know, pick up a rental vehicle or, you know, I think the producer gig is more of what I signed up for back, like than than what I thought it was going to be. I think I always just assumed I wanted to be an actor because I loved the industry and I knew I was signing up for that. Mm-hmm. But I think, does that make sense? I feel like I'm not oh, articulating it's it. No, no, no.
1: It's also like when you're young and you have this idea of like what being an actor is, because right. the only way that you've ever seen it probably is through a TV show or a film. Right. And then you actually start doing the work and then you're like, oh, these are so many other layers that I didn't expect. And you're learning. And like the only way to learn is like on the job. Right. And so that's like an extra layer of pressure. Like when you show up and your sides are different, like, oh, that's totally normal. Mm -hmm. Is it? (laughs) Or like, should I have been warmed, (laughs) you know? And it's like, Like there's just like, I and I think about this a lot when I think about like why I wanted to be a dancer. And like, when I I did dance all my entire life, and then I went to school for dance in an academic program, and how different that was. And I had like a similar thought, right? It's like, is this what I signed up for? And then you get out into the professional field, and you're like, is this what I signed up for again? You know, and it's like constantly changing, because your idea of what the job is, is also constantly changing.
2: Absolutely. And I think if it was exactly what we signed up for we'd be bored and that's yeah (laughs) and that's what I always think too is like if if I knew I wanted to be you know an actor and I just did the same thing every day you'd be bored you'd want that stimulation from from different industries and facets of of what you do so I don't know if I'll ever find a job that I knew exactly how it was going to be it was exactly what I signed up for and that I would be happy every single day I don't know if that exists
1: no. Also, being happy every day doesn't exist because if you're happy every day, I don't think you're a
2: human. <laughs> Very true. Right?
1: <laughs> you're a sociopath.
2: Yeah. <laughs> happy moments. Happy moments every day would be would be yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. And and I feel like maybe now that the pandemic is you know, lessening a little bit, those happy mm-hmm. moments, those little things that you do every day, like whether it's going out to get a coffee or go for a little walk, like those things are starting to come back. So that's really nice. Mm. <laughs> totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah.
0: Um, on that note, Sammy, we have a question to ask you.
2: Sure, Corinne.
1: Mm. Is being an artist fucking killing you?
2: I think being an artist did kill me. And I think being an artist kind of brought me back to life just in a different, completely mm-hmm. different way. You know, like I think in the traditional sense of being an artist, I'd say, yeah, when I, I used to be an artist, but I think I still kind of am. I think yeah. I still have the skills of being an artist and I, that I bring into my job now. And I think, you know, being a producer isn't necessarily a creative job, but I think the way I think about things and the way I go about things is, it has that artist background. So I'd like to think that I still am an artist and yes, being an artist is friggin' hard. <laughs> I couldn't be the traditional artist, so I've had to adjust and mold myself into this new version of an artist. But yeah, it's fucking hard. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of like creative problem solving, though, as a
0: producer, which is there's that creativity to it. Yeah. Yeah. You're
2: right. Totally. It's always like every problem has a solution. It's truly just like taking the time and being calm enough to. It out. come up with the plan and then execute the plan yeah yeah not yeah. freaking out
1: or not yeah. letting anybody know you're freaking out
2: <laughs> that's so funny because I'll I'll literally show up on set and it's calm and cool and collected and I'm like no one knows how crazy it was to get here <laughs> <laughs> oh it was just like me in my house like pulling my hair out trying to figure out how to go about doing this project but that's that's the job of the producer make it look super easy straightforward and and make sure everyone's happy on set and yeah That's what I love about it. Everyone. And I do get those set fixes the way that I used to, you know, be on set once a month or whatever to act. I do get that now, just in a role where I kind of have hired everyone and I'm kind of, you know, executing the project, which is kind of fun. Mm -hmm. That is awesome. It is. It is. It's great. It's tiring, especially after days of, you know, prepping in your house and not leaving your house. I'm like, oh, yeah. Rick, like a 14 hour day on my feet. Like I don't have the no shoes for this anymore. <laughs> I need to get some really thick runners like with a big platform <laughs> yeah. for my back. <laughs> I have just like
1: one more question now that you, sorry, went through that little spiel.
2: Mm-hmm. Like how did
1: you deal with like the change of identifiers? Like from being like an artist actor and then like to a producer, did that like language shift for you? Was that
2: also difficult? Yeah, it was. It was difficult um, for me. And I feel like a lot of people knowing that I had been an actor, Mm. kind of, it took a little bit longer to be considered a a serious producer, production coordinator, because everyone kind of, I felt they knew me as an actor. So they thought maybe I wouldn't get my hands dirty. Um, So I felt, if anything, I kind of had to go a little bit above and beyond and show, listen, yeah, I used to be an actor and I used to, you know, sit in my trailer and and come to set and do my thing. But now like, I am gonna move these sandbags. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna be a producer that when it wraps, I pick up and I leave and let my team, you know, tear down. That's just not the way that I'm gonna be. Um, So maybe that did come from, you know, before feeling like I had just the best easiest job on set. Truly, I used to feel like that. And now I know there is a lot of pressure that goes into being the one on screen. And I don't take that for granted at all. I know how hard that is. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, the transition was, again, it was drawn out a little bit, so it didn't seem as black and white. Okay. I was an actor yesterday and today I'm a producer. It was, it was long and, and it was hard. And I kind of was just hit the point where I was like, okay, let's just try this full-time thing. And that was, you know, three and a half, four years ago. So I think I made the right choice, but it's nice to know the door is always open to go back into acting. If I feel a need. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Comes in waves. Things are ever changing. You never know what you're going to want like in a month. you know. Totally. Totally.
2: I must say it is nice to have weekends and evenings, even though, you know, sometimes shoots pop up and you work like crazy and then you go slow and ebbs and flows, as you say, but those little things of that used to bother me as an actor are kind of fixed now in this (laughs) side of things. (laughs) Yeah. A little bit more stability in terms of personal life and work life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if I was in this traditional nine to five, if I was like, you know, when it suddenly went into accounting, I feel like I would be very bored. So this kind of is the the in between of a you know normal <laughs> nine to five? And yes, staffing. you picked the perfect job for that example.
0: Camping <laughs> <Right. laughs> is definitely the one that wouldn't be bored.
1: I'm
2: thinking about my taxes. That's why. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you for the reminder.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a reminder to everyone to file your taxes.
1: <laughs> I mean, they should be filed by the time this comes out.
2: Sammy, if people are looking for you, where can they find you? Ooh, I guess Instagram would be the way to go. So it's just my name, Sammy Foliot. Um, and yeah, you can, you can kind of see what I'm up to. I don't post a lot of work stuff. Um, but every so often when a new shoot comes out and it's on TV or if it's digital, I do post it because that's what I love. I know we didn't really get into a bunch of producing, but that's what I love most about producing is seeing the script come in and then, you know, in four weeks or however long the project is seeing it actually like come to fruition. I'm with it the whole time until it literally goes on our TV or goes on our Instagram or whatever, um, And that's my favorite part about producing is seeing the final project where you're like, oh my God, all this time and all this effort went into it. And now people are like, you know, (laughs) watching TV and it pops up or sometimes I'm on my own Instagram and it'll pop up on my stories. And I'm like, oh my God, like, this is crazy.
0: Um, Right. And very different from like being an actor coming in late to a project. Right. Totally.
2: Yeah. Like before I, you know, you get the script the night before, you know, you come in or you're on a TV show and you're kind of like, I have no idea where my character's going. Um (laughs) and now I'm like, I know exactly what's happening each day. Um so yeah, I guess it does kind of come down to the control thing. Uh I do like having that sense of what's going on and why.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's also nice to like see your vision come to life. Right? How rewarding is that?
2: So rewarding, and it's like working with a director who kind of knows what they want, and then yes. you being the one to kind of almost execute on that and make sure they have everything that they need to get the job done is amazing. And I mean, we're working with directors is so fun in that capacity, um, and and really awesome directors will let you have a say, and we'll say, you know, Sammy, what do you think of this? Or what do you think? Yeah. I think I'm thinking this camera. What do you think about this camera? Um, and and that collaborating is is amazing. Cause I also feel like acting is very individual. Like it's all kind of on you and like you do talk to the director if you're lucky <laughs> Yeah. and you know, you're, you know, if you're just doing a one liner, maybe you don't have any real interaction with them, but now I feel really involved in the, in the process and that my opinion really does matter, which is mm, really, cool. really special. Mm-hmm. Totally. Awesome.
1: And there's like what we were saying before about like working online or working in person, there is like nothing, that can like replace working collaboratively. Right? 1000%. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think it it it's tricky because you kind of get stagnant being at home and I'm like I don't need to ever go into the office but I do find myself now being like well maybe I'll just go in for a couple hours even if I'm alone in the office just to kind of get out even like people watch on my way and then my commute, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's lovely. I, I really love the people that I work with and that sense of collaboration is, is just, that's just me. I like to collaborate. I'm, I like to work on Amen. my own sometimes, but I need that constant. What do you think about this? I'm thinking this, um, you know, last time you did a project, you produced this other project. Like, tell me about why you did it that way, because I'm doing a project that's similar. Like okay. I want to pick your brain and, and, and I love that. And I'm, I'm on pretty much Facetime or Zoom at least four hours out of my day with my mm-hmm. colleagues, just just chatting and talking about all the, the logistics that went into this shoot and talking about the next future shoots. So it's it's really fun. And this is and you know what, talking about it now makes me kind of realize how lucky I am and and how my trajectory has really made me feel happy in a career that I not didn't, didn't necessarily grow up thinking that I wanted to do um yeah. and it's also kind of fun to know okay in the next 10 years where am I going to be what am I going to do um it yeah. doesn't scare you no good yeah mm-hmm. I'm kind of uh I find that I used to back when I was trying to figure out you know acting not acting I, I did a lot of journaling and a lot of like self-help yeah, books manifesting exactly <laughs> and I feel as though I've kind of figured it out this this chapter I've kind of you know done the things that I wanted to do mm-hmm. professionally in my personal life and all that and I feel so friggin' lucky um but a lot of hard work went into it and then now I'm kind of like what's my next thing in the next five ten years is there any are there any goals that I want to do and now I'm thinking you know I always wanted to kind of get into screenwriting I, I've written my I've written one screen uh, screenplay which is really fun but I haven't done it in a while do I want to keep right. that back up do I want to you know get my master class back on and kind of start to think about other assets or mm. things that I want to do? Um, I think maybe that also is part of being an artist is that you're always learning and you always want to be growing no matter what so as much as my roles and positions have probably changed and maybe will continue to change at least saving graces i know i love the entertainment industry (laughs) i love you know commercials tv shows movies all those other things so i think i'm sure maybe you guys feel the same way like the world is your oyster like you guys can do it ever we all can kind of like whatever we want to do we put our minds to and you can you can really do it um with a lot of hard work and a little bit of luck
1: a lot of luck sometimes
2: yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it's true
1: it's true (laughs) it's a lot of luck Uh, but also hard work pays off
2: Mm -hmm. and maybe a positive attitude yes that's what i'd say yeah <laughs> Perfect. um
0: thank you so much sammy that was so um nice. if you like today's episode if you want to ask us a question hit us up at GalPal prods anywhere um facebook instagram twitter uh basically anywhere you stalk your ex um thank you so much for today <laughs> and we will see you next week
2: thank you guys so much this was so fun thank you sammy